What's up, friends? It's Jamie Grace. Welcome to the Jamie Grace Podcast. We're going to be going through Proverbs chapter 11 today. Not, no, we're not. We're going to be going through Proverbs chapter 12 today. Um, I feel like every episode I've just been kind of gradually and casually giving you guys random pregnancy updates. Uh, so here we go. Uh, as you guys know, my sister is due this month. Um her baby's not here yet. <laughs> so, um, yep, you know, it's just kind of how it goes. You, The doctor gives you a date and then you all kind of just giggle together and wait to see if the baby actually decides to show up on that day. Um, so, yeah, we are officially on baby watch for my nephew. And I just dropped my phone. Um, and I'm so excited. Uh, I'm like, I'm excited, but I'm also kind of like, dude, hurry up because... I'm just, I'm just too excited. It's just, it's stressing me out, like the waiting process. And then as far as we go, as far as myself, my little baby person, we've still got a couple weeks left before we're officially on baby watch. But just fun fact, I went to the doctor a couple of days ago and she was just kind of like, <laughs> it's just this awkward moment where we just kind of stared at each other and it was just like, okay, baby's not coming soon. So, um, so yeah, so we're just waiting. And uh, obviously my doctor told me some other things that, you know, are doctory things that I won't tell you guys, but, um, but the gist of it all is that she's super healthy and she just is really enjoying, uh, where she lives right now and doesn't really want to see the world just yet. So, um, it's just my responsibility to keep her in there until she's ready to see the world. So that's just the plan right now. Uh, but yeah, we're going to jump in. So I, if anybody wanted a random pregnant lady update, oh, that was it. I am a uh, man. I said this at the end of yesterday's episode, how like, obviously I'm getting more and more pregnant as the days go, but it's just like, I'm like, whoa, I'm running. Sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Um, but I'm just getting like way more and more winded. Uh, way more winded by every episode. <laughs> Even if I talk really slowly, I'm just like, so Proverbs chapter, <laughs> it's just really difficult. So let's jump through today's episode because homegirl needs a nap. It's 630. I'm like an hour past my nap time. For context, I'm recording this on Saturday, May 25th, um, and it's 6.30 p.m., not 6.30 a.m. Proverbs 12. <laughs> Let us read together, shall we? It says in verse 1, Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Stupid is like such a, a mean word, but it's like kind of a funny word, but like this isn't trying to be funny or mean. It's just being honest, and it's like, Bruh, if you hate correction, that's stupid. I love the bluntness, the honesty of the word of God. Anyways, verse two, a good man obtains favor from the Lord, but a man of wicked intentions, he will condemn. A man is not established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous cannot be moved. An excellent wife is the crown of her husband, but she who causes shame is like rottenness in his bone. The thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counsels of the wicked are deceitful. The words of the wicked are, lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright will deliver them. The wicked are overthrown and are no more, but the house of the righteous will stand. A man will be commended according to his wisdom, but he who is a perverse heart will be despised. Better is the one who is slighted but has a servant than he who honors himself but lacks bread. A righteous man regards the life of his animal, but the tender mercies of the, but the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. He who tills his land will be satisfied with bread, but he who follows frivolity is devoid of understanding. 
The wicked covet the catch of evil men, but the root of the righteous yields fruit. The wicked in the wicked is ensnared by the transgression of his lips, but the righteous will come through trouble. A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hand will be rendered to him. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. A fool's wrath is known at once, but a prudent man covers shame. He who speaks truth declares righteousness, but a false witness declares deceit. There is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. The truthful lip shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. Deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil, but counselors of peace have joy. No grave trouble will overtake the righteous, but the wicked shall be filled with evil. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. A prudent man conceals knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaims foolishness. The hand of the diligent will rule, but the lazy man will be put to forced labor. Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. The lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting, but diligence is man's precious possession. In the way of righteousness is life, and in its pathway there is no death. Do you guys ever feel like when you're reading the book of Proverbs that you're listening to your parents um, lecture you and you're like 10 years old all over again? And maybe this isn't the language that they used, but a lot of times it reminds me of the way my parents spoke. Verse 30, or sorry, verse 27, when it said, the lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting, but diligence is man's precious possession. Also uh, kind of reminds me of uh, verse 24, where it says the hand of the diligent man will rule, but the lazy man will be put to forced labor. That reminds me of things that my parents used to say. No, that is not the con- the, the language in which my parents used. Jamie Grace Harper, but the lazy man will be put to forced labor. That's not how they spoke. But they did speak a lot about laziness. They spoke a lot about not using my summers as the chance to just lay around the house and do nothing. They did speak about, about like doing my chores and being responsible around the house. When I got to college, you know, it wasn't their job anymore to call me and make sure I was going to class, but they did make sure that I was going to class. You know, are you being lazy? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you actually going to class? Well, if I would say, oh, my my grades, this X, Y, Z, my professor, this X, Y, Z, it was, well, did you actually put in the work? Did you actually study or are you just complaining? You know, it's it's crazy how some, some of these things can really sound. And I, I love that the word of God can really, truly sound like a parent speaking to a child um, at many times because it's just something that we so often need is that very parental kind of guidance um, from the word of God to really help it become more realistic to us. Also, verse 26 (laughs) sounded very much like something my mom would say, the righteous should choose his friends carefully for the way of the wicked leads them astray. You know, you know, like if all your friends are jumping off a bridge, would you do it too? Or what kind of friends are those? Or who are you hanging out with? Or who are these people on your Instagram? You know, have you guys, oh my goodness, have you ever shown your mom a recent picture of anything on Instagram. It can be a meme that was on your explore page, something random that was posted by a comedian. Um, And the first thing out of your mom's mouth before she can even really get her laugh out or anything is who's that? 
and you don't know the person. It's just some random meme, some random Instagram that you stumbled upon, but your mama kind of assumes that you know every person. I think that's because deep in the back of our parents' minds, they're always still kind of conscious of who people are. They're conscious of who we're surrounding ourselves with. And they're conscious of the kind of people that we're saying I associate with them. I follow them. They follow me. We comment each other back. We like each other's stuff. We carpool. We ride together. We hang together. We talk. We go to places together. I think there's something subconscious about that, that if it's on our phone, phone, they're making this assumption that this is someone that my child is affiliating themselves with. Well, who is it? I want to know who it is so I can fully develop my opinion and fully develop where I am. You know, I think that our parents will never get rid of that kind of natural need and that natural desire to make sure that we're not falling into the wrong path. You, we'll probably, we all likely probably have parents that handle it in different ways. You know, we might have some parents that would ground us for being out with the wrong people or some parents that would maybe not even say much. They might just think it. Um, and they, you know, kind of lived more of the parenting style of like, you know, you'll figure it out for yourself, but whatever their style is, whether it's your parents or your older siblings, your grandparents, your mentors, your, um, foster parents, your pastor, whoever it was in your life, your teacher, your school guidance counselor, whoever it is in your life that is kind of that at least 15 years older than you kind of person. That's always, you feel like they're always giving you that guidance or instruction. I think that there's just something that is in them that always wires them to say things like in verse 26 um, about choosing our friends carefully verse 27 and verse 24 about not being lazy you know verse 25 where it says anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression you know I I don't I don't think this is not speaking of, of the clinical diagnosed word of anxiety but it's talking about anxiousness and having an anxious heart and not being able to put things at rest you know and so it can cause you to go into a much deeper place but a good word makes it glad I don't know if your parents ever had that kind of stuff with you guys either too where it's like you feel like they're always trying to make sure you have positive influences in your life and you know I remember when I was in high school I went through my heavy metal phase and simply because music sounded heavier my parents were like what is that what are you listening to <laughs> you know what is this music and I would actually I remember showing them some of the lyrics and being like actually this stuff is really powerful and you know once they realized I wasn't listening to foolishness they were like okay it's you know it's different it's fine um but but it's like they want to make sure that we're having good things invested in us you know if you're listening to something that's maybe a little bit inappropriate on your parents they're likely to kind of turn around or say what are you listening to or what's going on um and I love this 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 chapter really 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 reminds me of very parental type things even verse 22 lying lips are an abomination to the Lord how many but but those who deal truthfully are are his delight how many times you know do our parents don't lie to me speak honestly tell me the truth you have one more chance tell me the truth these are such good principles and I think as a as a pregnant lady <laughs> I think about parenthood every day I can't help it I mean I, I think I've always thought about parenthood every day to be honest with you guys you know if anybody's ever followed me on social media they know that I've been talking about adopting a child since I was 19 years old um and the Lord has blessed me with a husband and a biological child right now um and will you know adopt someday but regardless of how the child came into my life I've been talking about wanting to have a child for almost 10 years now so I've always kind of thought about parenthood and I've always kind of thought about what that's like and it's so much guiding and making sure that you're helping that child that person navigate through life for when they are an adult and they're on their own and I think that that's what the word of God does it really gives us this navigation this guidance to help us um as we're trying to figure out things on our own. The beauty is that we don't really ever have to be alone because we can always have the word of God and God um, as a guide. I wanted to share this really quick. Um, just speaking of parents, I, I don't want to sound like I'm like bragging on myself at all, but I just, just 
speaking of parents, because I was with my parents the other day. So my mom is my manager. Um, and my, my dad has just, you know, had a lot of involvement with my career just by nature of him being around. He's a great businessman. Um, he's also a pastor. So I really respect his spiritual guidance and then he and my mom are married. And so like, he's just always had, you know, involvement. Um, and I, I really appreciate it. And I like him having involvement and I love that my mom is my manager. And so the three of us had a meeting with three other people from a company, um, last week. I can't say what company and I can't say what we were talking about, but I can tell you that it's really exciting <laughs> and you should be hearing something about it sometime this year. Um, but yeah, so the three of us were talking with the three of them and we were talking about me creating, this is going to be so hard to talk about this without talking about it. We were talking about me creating and developing some content for the world <laughs> and then being a part of helping me uh, create this content and develop this content and get it out to the world. And so, um, they kind of, you know, a lot of times when you're talking to people like me, like I'm an independent singer, songwriter, um, author. And so everything that I've done, even though I've had a manager and I've had different help along the way from different people, um, I am independent. And so it can be oftentimes the conversation kind of comes up of like, how do you do well with instruction, if that makes sense? Because when it's just you against the world, it can seem really threatening when someone comes in and they say, okay, you need to change this, you need to do that. And it doesn't, it's not always a bad thing. Again, it's guidance. It's, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but it can be really difficult for artists like me who've been independent for a long time. I've been indie for like four or five years. And then before I was on a record label, I was independent for like the four years before that. And so it can be really difficult for artists like me to jump into any type of creative relationship where you have kind of guidance and where you have people saying do X, Y, Z and don't do ABC when you're like, well, no, I want to, I want it to do ABC and I don't like X, Y, Z. So essentially their question was, how do you work with deadlines and how do you work with guidelines? And my face like lit up and my mom kind of jokingly was like, oh boy, you know? And I told them, I was like, I love guidelines and I love deadlines. I said, ultimately, I love to be able to do what God has called me to do. And I will always be upfront and honest if I'm ever in a position where I feel like I'm being compromised or his plan for, for me and, and what I'm supposed to do is being compromised. But to have guidance, to have structure, and I, I said to them, I said, if you send me a PDF of exactly what to do and I just get to actually give you the, if you send me the bones and the, the bullets and I do, I fill in the meat and the 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 depth of it or whatnot, you know, for lack of better words, um, I was like, that to me is a dream come true. And my mom was kind of, you know, joking with them like she's like, yeah, oh boy, seriously, the girl loves a long PDF, you know. Um, we have a running joke in my family that I'm going to PDF them to death because I love a good PDF. I like coming up with PDFs for vacation. It just makes me very happy. It's just, if, I'm, if you know anything about the Enneagram, I'm a hardcore seven with a strong eight and I go to one in stress. And so that is just who I am. Um, and I love it so much. Um, and, and I say, and they, the response from the other people, it was, it was overwhelming. They were like, oh, that's so good to hear. We were really hoping to hear something kind of like that, you know, a little, they were kind of joking, like a little more than we thought we were going to hear, but, um, but we're grateful that you love instruction and guidance um, because that's how we operate. And they kind of shared a little bit more of their structure and things like that. So that was the first thing I thought of when I read verse one of chapter 12, where it says, whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. Now, again, I'm not trying to like be like, oh, look at me, pop my collar. But that I thought about like 
myself in that in that context because I I love instruction. I love knowledge. Now sometimes it can bite me in the butt because sometimes uh, my my desire for instruction and guidance can come a little bit from a people pleasing place, and that's when it gets unhealthy. But you know we're gonna talk about my weaknesses in another episode. I'm just gonna <laughs> focus on the positives right now, and that and I think that's a lot of the reason why I love the book of Proverbs because it it gives me this very plain this very if you do this it's this if you don't do this it's this oh that makes sense it's very plain and simple and written out um and it's very powerful and it really gives you a good structure for life for character for friendships for relationships for all those things and I think that's one of the reasons why I really love the book of Proverbs because it really is incredible instruction incredible guidance um and I just get really grateful for this. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. I enjoyed today's episode, um, today's chapter rather. And yeah, I really hope that you guys liked it. So next week, we're going to jump into Proverbs 13. It'll be our first June episode. Uh, baby watch will be <laughs> officially the week of her due date, I think, by next episode. Who knows if she's actually going to show up then? She's probably going to get here in December. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Hit me up on social media at Jamie Grace H. Cannot wait to chat with you guys if you've got any questions or anything like that. But um, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, bye.